Okay, let's move over to the division that we all want to hear about. We saved the best for last. It is the AFC East. Um, We'll start off with the team that finished last in the division last year. It is the New York Jets, who finished 7-10. and 10. That is way better than I expected the Jets to finish last year. That defense was very, very good for him. If they had any kind of stable QB play, they probably would have made the playoffs. Um, except they didn't. They're, they had old-ass Joe Flacco. They had Zach Wilson, who was just bad, and Mike White, who is now my backup quarterback. So... He did what he could, you know. Uh, um, let's talk about the notable additions, though. Basically, um, Aaron Rodgers brought over a lot of his friends in Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb. Also brought in Meikle Hardman, Shel- Sheldon Rankins, Chuck Clark, um, and they just signed Dalvin Cook. So pretty good. Also, yeah, I should also mention Aaron Rodgers because I kind of didn't. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers is now the quarterback. Big upgrade. Uh, notable losses, Nate Herbig, Sheldon Rankins, Elijah Moore, Mike White, Braxton Berrios, and Nathan Shepard. So, so I think it's fairly easy to say the Jets are going to be the most improved team in the NFL this year. Just for the sheer fact they're going just for the fact they're going from Zach Wilson to Aaron Rodgers. That is probably the biggest QB upgrade in the history of the NFL. <laughs> But, like, this, it's hard for me to, like, be like, oh, yeah, like, the the Jets are going to be shit. The Jets are going to be a very good team this year. And that defense with, like, Quinn and Williams, one of the best defensive tackles in the league. And I really like what I've been seeing from Will McDonald and Jermaine Johnson, who will just be rotational pieces for them out on the edge. But I don't know. It's hard to say that this Jets team is going to be bad anyways. They definitely won't be bad. They're a good team. They're just a good team. I think they're going to be bad. I think they're going to be shit. They can't be bad. I think they're, they're going to be... Okay, when I say bad, like they're probably going to have the same record as last year. And the reason why... That would I be think, nuts. I think... When you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers come in, everyone's going to buy in. It's a future Hall of Famer. All right, like, we've given the keys to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, take us to the promised land. Now, this is the the problem I have with the Jets. One, they have by far, by far, maybe not by far, they have the worst O-line in the division. Yeah. I would say. Um, The guy protecting... Aaron Rodgers' blindside is either Makai Becton, who will play three snaps and then pull his calf or something, and Billy Turner. Uh, Their right tackle is a guy called Max Mitchell, who I don't even know who he is. Sorry, (laughs) Max Mitchell. Um, Elijah Vera Tucker is a good guard. Uh, McGovern is a good center, but he holds too much. And Lakin Thompson, who's pretty good, but not not great. So if he was any not good of, last year, that's for sure. He was not good last year. He's all right from what I've seen, but he was not good last year, according to Wellesley. He was good for the uh, Niners. I'm gonna stick with that because I really I really don't want the Jets to do well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, look, if you're just looking at the O-line, it's much worse than the Packers O-line last year. Yeah. So Rodgers is going to have to deal with a worse O-line, um, a worse coordinator, because they went from LaFleur to LaFleur's um, water boy. And then their receivers are basically the same level, same caliber as last year, aside from the fact that I know it's a big aside from the fact, but they do have Gary Wilson, who's much better than yes. anybody that, that yes. Aaron Rodgers had last year. So do Way I expect, do I expect some big plays from Gary Wilson? Yes. But I don't think it's gonna mesh right away. I mean, they're still got they're still rolling out Randall Cobb, who's not gonna be able to get open. They're still rolling out Alan Lazard, who'll get locked down by any viable corner you throw at them. I mean if I'm just looking at their matchups against Buffalo, New England, and Miami, I mean, they only have one good matchup in that. Whoever Garrett Wilson is going up against is the good matchup. And then Lazard and Corey Davis are going to get smoked by whoever's guarding them. I mean, the, there's mm-hmm. good defenses in this division. There's good yeah, front sevens very. in this division. What happens when no one except Baby Jettis is getting open and the O-line's allowing pressure after pressure and Aaron Rodgers is throwing the ball into the ground on every play? And it's three and out, three and out, three and out. So the defense mm-hmm. is going to have to play a top a t- at a top five level for them to make the playoffs. I don't, I don't see it with this offense. I, I think this offense is going to surprise a lot of people. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has had much better offenses in, in his time in Green Bay than this one, and now he's forty. Easily. Now he's forty. So yeah, I don't see it. I think the Jets are going to be uh, like let that's down. the thing. I'm not. Uh, like, yeah, like, I, I'm not really buying into the hype either. Like, I think that the Jets are going to still be a good team. I think that they'll be better than they were last year just off the QB play. I'm expecting Aaron Rodgers to regress this season. But even Aaron Rodgers, uh, him getting worse, he'll still be a top 15 quarterback because he won't fall off a cliff. He's just not that guy. But... Yeah, like the offensive line is the major concern, and then obviously, yeah, I, like like truly, their offensive line is just bad. And even like with those guys who could be good for him, with Becton, who's just been injured the last three seasons, and uh, when you were going over the depth chart, I'm like, wait, isn't their left tackle Dwayne Brown? But I completely missed that Dwayne Brown has just been hurt the entire off season. And the last article that I looked up, which got posted 34 minutes ago, there's a mystery surrounding New York Jets offensive tackle Dwayne Brown. So I don't even know if Dwayne Brown's going to start. He's also old. He's still solid. But yeah, going into the season with Billy Turner and Max Mitchell as your tackles, that's very, very bad. Very scary for an old. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, same thing. Um, also, I'd like to throw in let's one, yes. one thing. Their defense will not be able to stop the run either. Their linebackers are old. They have Quinny Williams, and no. that's it. So, I mean, I no, don't think they're going to be able to stop the run. Disagree. I don't think they're going to be able to stop the run. I think they'll have a good secondary. Um, if you can pound the ball, I just maybe I'm maybe it's because I'm I'm biased. But I really, I honestly, truly don't see it with the Jets this year. No, it's like that's the 
it's tough. And I feel like that's kind of been the consensus from like anyone who, who I've talked to where it's like, yeah, like the jets are obviously better than they were last year, but it's also like everyone else also improved. And I don't know. It, it, it really all hinges on what you think of Aaron Rodgers at this point. Some people still think he is that MVP quarterback from two years ago. I just don't think it's there anymore. Uh, we have shit on the Jets way too much, though, and I feel like we need to talk about some good things. We talked about Garrett Wilson for a bit. Garrett Wilson went for 1,100 yards with the trio of Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, and Mike White. With Aaron Rodgers, I'm fully expecting him to have like a 1,500-yard season easily. I think that he should put himself into the top 10 wide receiver rankings after this year. Uh, I just think he's a special player, and it's as simple as that. I think with that will come more um, attention from the secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of yeah. uh, what, a lot of the plan. I, I know, especially for Bill Belichick, was uh, they they weren't really focusing on shutting down Garrett Wilson. It was more just fucking with Zach Wilson. Um, yes, I think Easy now it, it, they'll be more focused on Garrett Wilson. 1500 yards is probably pushing it a little bit for me. I do think he'll get more than 11. Um, yeah, I'd say the sweet he spot, should. probably somewhere in the middle, but yeah, it's not too far fetched for sure. But 1500, no, no, yeah. yeah. And I mean, this Jets run game should be really fucking good. I mean, they just brought in Dalvin, Co- Dalvin Cook to be the backup to Brees Hall. Obviously, Brees Hall also coming back from injury, so they will ease him in now with Dalvin Cook. But I just don't think, and I kind of said it on last week's show, I just don't think it's a move that the Jets needed to make. Obviously, with Rodgers taking his pay cut, it freed up money, but freeing up money for a backup running back when you still have Michael Carter, who's been very productive, and you just drafted, uh, I think he was, fourth round pick Israel Abanakandi like doesn't really make sense I think it's just kind of the Jets being like okay we're kind of trying to go all in let's just try to make it work and I just think that there's too many moving pieces for the Jets for it to all mesh really well in year one it's going to be a new offense system with Hackett and really, it's a new offensive system because of Rodgers. I, I don't think that Hackett really does anything with, with Aaron Rodgers as his QB. I think goes, this is the playbook. You do what you want, and I'll just sit back and look pretty. I don't know why I said look pretty, but either way. Uh, I just think that there's, there's just too many moving pieces for all of this to work well, especially for year one, and then... Year two, if we both think that Rodgers is going to regress, year two won't be better. And then Rodgers says he's prepping Zach Wilson to be their starter for the next 15 years after he leaves. And, like, God, I fucking hope so. Um, Yeah, I think, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about the Jets pretty decent amount at this point. Um, Jets fans, you signed the wrong number 12. He could have two years ago brought in Tom Brady. He would have brought you there. God, that would have been that. That just weird. Brady ended up playing for the Jets. Um. Okay, I guess let's go floor and ceiling for the Jets. I think floor is they're going to be around five hundred, seven, eight, nine wins. Um, and then their ceiling again. If the, everything goes right, and it's a lot of things to go right for this team. 
there'll be a playoff team, obviously. I don't think, I, again, even with all of the additions and Aaron Rodgers, I don't think this is a Super Bowl team. I think that it just it, it won't work out for them one way, or, one way or another. Aaron Rodgers couldn't win the Super Bowl with the number one seed like three years in a row. He's going to win the Super Bowl on the Jets in his first year there? No way. No. That's that's a very fair point. Oh, also one more kind of take to get out there. I think this is going to be Joe Douglas's last year as the Jets GM. I think the this move, getting Rodgers and going all in, is going to backfire. I don't think that the roster, again, it the roster overperformed a lot last year, seven and ten, and I think a lot of those wins came against backup quarterbacks. I don't think they really beat a good quarterback uh, at all last year. So they overperformed. I think Joe Douglas really overplayed his hand trying to go into a win-now mode instead of trying to be like, let's try to find another quarterback, maybe a bridge like like a bridge quarterback, someone just better than Zach Wilson. Not hard to find. Um, but yeah, we can move on from the Jets now, and we can jump over to... The New England Patriots, who finished 8-9 last year, exactly what I expected from them. They had a good defense. They had a good run game. That's that, That's about it, because Matt Patricia fucking calling those plays. Holy shit. That makes me lose a lot of confidence in Bill Belichick when he uh, appoints Matt Patricia and Joe Judge to the co-offensive coordinators. Uh, we can talk about that stuff in a bit. Um, starting off with the notable additions. Wait, hold up. I, that has to be wrong. True. I thought you said DeAndre Hopkins was going to be a Patriot. Yeah, so uh, we ended up, we didn't know. <laughs> but we now we know. That's why we didn't sign DeAndre Hopkins. But apparently Pop uh-huh. Douglas is an Antonio Brown clone. So we're good. <laughs> we're good. We don't need a number one. We're good. Pop Douglas plays two snaps in both preseason games. I don't know, like a few snaps in both preseason games, and then goes and sits with the starters. When does that happen? Let's go, Bill. He finally hit on a receiver or what? I mean, that's promising. That's promising. If if Pop Douglas is sitting with the starters in preseason, I love it. I love it. So, look, I know. Uh, Pop Douglas is the reason why we don't have to you can see it that way, but yeah. <laughs> well, we're okay. Let's actually out, right? get into it. Yeah, well, we're gonna find yeah. out. I mean, we, okay, go with we the will find out very, very shortly. Yeah, do do our additions and whatever, okay. and then I'll, I'll uh, notable additions. Yeah, notable additions: Juju Smith-Schuster, Mike Gesicki, Riley Reef, and newly signed Patriot Ezekiel Elliott. Notable losses, Devin McCourty, Jacoby Myers, Isaiah Wynn, and Damian Harris. Um, let's talk about the good, what we like about Patriots. Um, you will say everything. Who am I messing? No. Why'd you put Isaiah Wynn in notable losses? He was a starter for you guys last year. He was brutal. We'll I think that's see. fair. Yeah, Either right. way, he was he was a yeah, he was a first round pick. He was a starter for you. He is a name. I win. That's a it's a decent loss. Decent loss. Okay. Fuck, you replace him with Riley put him down. He's not any better. Let's see. <laughs> Either way, let's 
Let's talk the good here. Um, starting off with that new offensive coordinator hire, bringing back Bill O'Brien. Um, like insane step up just from going from Matt Patricia to Bob. Um, and just for that right there makes the offense better because, in my mind, the offense stayed the exact same. But we will leave leave it at that for now. Um. Your defense will always be top 10 with Bill Belichick running the show. Has that top five potential really clear ceilings. Um, it's, it has the potential to be a very good, very scary defense if people step up the way they should. If guys like Christian Gonzalez come out right away and become a true number one. Uh yeah, and again, your run game now. Ezekiel Elliott coming in to be the backup. Ramondre Stevenson sucks for fantasy-wise, but you guys have a good one-two punch, I think. Honestly, with Ramondre taking the bulk of the carries, I'd rather have Zeke as the backup over Dame Harris at this point. So I think you guys probably upgraded your backup running back spot. I also like Pierre Strong, but... That's the good for the Patriots. I'll let you go talk about whatever you want, what you like about them, because I'm sure it's a lot, and we could probably do 20 minutes if we really want them to. Well, I think uh, it's the best secondary in football. I think it's a great D-line. Um, the, the linebackers, um, I mean, I like Bentley. I like Bentley. Um, I think we could use somebody He's else. A fridge. Huge. Yeah. I think there could be somebody else um, at linebacker um, that could help us, um, especially somebody who can cover, because Bentley is uh, prone to getting cooked um, if you ever have to uh, put him one on one against a tight end or a back. Um, so maybe that's mm-hmm. uh, if there was a hole in our defense, I would say a cover linebacker or someone up the middle to really um, quarterback that defense. But. Um, to me, the secondary, I mean, if you look, Kyle Duggar, um, just abs- just football player. Can do it all, cover, blitz, tackle. Um, a classic Bill Belichick-type uh, player. Um, Jabril Peppers is going to be stepping in for mm-hmm. um, McCourty. Um, I think he's a more athletic um, uh, guy at, at this point in the – or at this point, in Jabril Pepper's career and Devin McCourty's career, I think he's a more athletic, explosive type athlete who can tackle. Um, he's going to be – obviously, it's going to be a hit. I fucking hope so. <laughs> obviously, it's going to be a it's, – obviously, it's going to be a hit not having uh, McCourty patrolling center field. Um, I mean, those McCourties are yeah. – they got an act for making big plays um, down the field and, and on the ball. I mean um, – just professional football players at its finest. And, uh, and I, I, I'm hoping for Jabril Peppers to step up and, uh, and play some good ball. And Jalen Mills is going to be there too. Mm-hmm. So um, he already picked off CJ Stroud. Um, so that was great to see. I mean, we can't let yeah. CJ Stroud be lighting us up in preseason. So it was good to see him uh, give him his welcome to the NFL moment right there. Uh, Matt Judon, the yeah. best player on the team. Um, I'm hoping he's going to get at least 15 sacks this year again. Um, Josh Uche, I'm hoping double-digit sacks, maybe 15 as well. Maybe we can get 30 combined from Judon and Uche. Wouldn't that be something, right? Sia Tua, 
Um, it's known like spills now from last week. <laughs> and then if we go from uh, if we if we talk about the offense, okay, because this is what I, this is the the big one. Because I know the defense is going to be good. Yeah. All right. I know Wellesy knows the defense yes. is going to be good. Right. It's the offense. Of course, the offense always. It doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be the Chiefs' offense. It doesn't have to be the Eagles' offense. It doesn't have to be the Niners' offense. What it's got to be is an offense that won't turn the ball over. And there were too many turnovers last year. Um, a lot due to us calling. Um, halfback draws on third and 10 and lateral plays and throwing the ball to Chandler Jones and having him stiff arm our quarterback into the ground and run into the end zone to win the game. Look, <laughs> that that kind of stuff can't happen this year. And it won't because Bill O'Brien coaches fucking hard and he holds you accountable. So I'm hoping that this offense is able to make several strides forward. Um, the O-line is the only thing that concerns me. Um, I mean, I like Cole Strange. I like David Andrews. I like Mike Unwenu, but Mike Unwenu might not even play at the start of the year. He's still on the PUP. Um, so, I mean, mm-hmm. the only real question mark I have is the O-line. I, I actually am, have been very impressed with Butte and Douglas. Um, I think both of them are going to make the team. The guy that's in trouble is Taekwon because he hasn't really stood out. And if they keep Butte and, and Douglas... I don't really know what you do with Taekwon, so it's going to be interesting to see on uh, on the cut day who uh, what happens there in the receiver room. But I mean, uh, Parker's going to be the the downfield threat. Um, I actually do like Devonte Parker a lot. Um, when he played last year, he was making plays. He's is his problem, as you know, when uh, he is plays, staying on the field. Yeah, so hopefully he can stay on the field. Um, they got like six receivers yeah. that um, are going to contribute this year. Um, and then hopefully the one of the young guys turns into um, to uh, that number one threat that we're waiting for because we're still waiting. We're still waiting for that number one receiver. But the running game is going to be good. Mac is going to be yeah. a lot better this year with uh, Bill O'Brien coaching him. Um, so you would I'm hope- expecting no. a, a playoffs. I'm expecting the playoffs at least. Uh, I would say floor is the playoffs and ceiling is is the Super Bowl. So. That's fucking insane, man. Okay, um, let me just hard the. Oh, I don't know where to start. Okay, let's start off with you're hoping that Jabril Peppers, Jalen Mills, and Adrian Phillips, the trio, replaces Devin McCourty, who played like ninety eight percent of your guys' last year. That's just concerning in general. Obviously, Devin McCourty is not what he used to be years past. He was still good, productive, solid player, the leader of that defense last year. And relying on guys who have not been playing majority of their snaps or the majority of snaps in games for basically their entire careers, not great. Not great asking a trio of guys to replace the guy who's been the leader of the team for almost a decade now or more than a decade. I forget how long he's been there. On that, that's a question about the defense. If Chris Gonzalez starts out slow off the gate or isn't who we thought he was coming out of college, big concern. He's a rookie. I'm sure I love him. I'm sure he's going to be great, but which sucks for me to say, but has to be brought out there because he is a rookie. It's hard to adjust, especially at corner, which I think is the hardest position to play in football. 
Let's talk about this fucking off, though. I don't think that anything has changed roster-wise from last year this year. I think Jacoby Myers is better than Juju. I think that that was just a very lateral move. I think Mike Gusecki is fine. I liked Mike Gusecki in Miami. I just don't know what the Patriots are going to do with him. He cannot block. Obviously, Bill O'Brien should be able to ski some touches up for him, but this is the Patriots team whose whole model has been run the ball, play good defense, win the turnover battle, control the clock, and that kind of leaves Mike Gusecki. Who knows? You brought in John Smith to essentially do nothing. John o. Smith, big athletic tight end. Bring in Mike Gusecki, big athletic tight end. I just don't know how it's going to look. That's a question mark uh, a little bit. Uh, it's just nothing Nothing about the defense is concerning. The defense is obviously very good. The offense is just no one's scared about them. No one's scared about Mac Jones throwing to Kendrick Bourne and Devontae Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster. It's just, yeah, you're right. just that's going to be what holds you back. They're, they are scared of Mac Jones throwing to DeMario Douglas, though. Sure. Again, if you're relying on a sixth-round rookie receiver to be your number one, you should be worried about that, Chew. That says a lot about the rest of the wide receiver room right now. <laughs> it says a lot about the sixth-round picks that Bill comes up with, huh? Yeah, fuck, apparently. <laughs> yeah, like I just yeah, like I just think your biggest change from this year to last year was getting a new offensive coordinator. And that's that's not enough considering what everyone else has done collectively in the AFC this year. It's good. It again, you guys have slightly improved just based off that, but I'm just I'm expecting the exact same thing from you guys last year. You're going to be around 500. Again, I think you sneak into the playoffs. As a wild card team, you have no shot at winning this division. Let me make that very, very clear. Zero chance at winning the division. Um, um, but if you guys do make the playoffs, it's just going to be a wild card loss. You're going to play the Bills, you're going to play the Chiefs, and you're going to get spanked. That's going to be it. Uh, no, the Patriots have a better uh, roster than the Bills do this year. Um, and it's by quite a lot. I mean, um, there are so no. many holes on the Bills roster. Stop! What are you talking about? Roster wise, like oh, what are we looking what, at roster wise? What? If you want to look at Allen and Diggs, sure. Josh Allen, Taylor, Trey White, my Jordan Poyer, um, Stephon Diggs. Those six guys right there are probably better than anyone on the Patriots. Maybe except for Matt Judon. Jordan but Poyer. Like, you I, just said Jordan Poyer. Jordan Poyer is still even start a for good NFL safety. Come on now. Jordan Poyer wouldn't even start for the Patriots. You, you wouldn't want Jordan Poyer over fucking Jabril Peppers or Jalen no. Mills or Adrian Phillips? Jordan That's Poyer's insane. Washed. He was a all pro in 2021. Jordan oh, Poyer's God, washed. Man. He wouldn't even That's, start for us. Either way, saying that the Bills have a worse roster than the Patriots is probably one of the worst things that you have said on this podcast so far. And you have said some very crazy things. Let me make that clear. They have uh, the best roster in the division. It's not it's even close. It's not even close. It's just going to come down to to the to the receivers making plays. 
Oh, that's. I I don't even know that. That is honestly insane to me. The Bills who were like unreal. And I think the Bills roster improved from last year. And the Bills were one of the best rosters in football last year. And they got killed because of injuries. And they were still a very good football team. That's that's nuts. And we'll talk about the Bills very quickly. But what the fuck, man? That's crazy. I, I, I think I mean, let's just move on. Because, I mean, we said that we think they're going to be a potential Super Bowl team, which is... Also I mean, if you insane. Go, like if you want to go through, like, the, the the Patriots have a better running game than the Bills. They have better tight ends. Oh, uh, well, I guess Kincaid. So no, the, the, we'll we'll say we'll say they're tied. We'll say they're tied. The quarterback, I'll go Bills. Like but, that thing, I think that the team. only thing that you can definitively say that you have better is you have a better run game. That's it. And defense by a lot. And like, who would you rather have, Matt Judon and Josh Uche, or Greg Russo and uh, and uh, Buddy? Um, I would take Greg Russo and Vaughn Miller over Matt Judon and Josh Uche. That's nuts. Easily. Matt Judon at this point uh, is either better way. than Vaughn Miller. I mean, I think it's close. I think it's close, but either way. Um, let's move on. Let's talk about my team and we can get more amped up and revved up about this. Because, my God. Miami Dolphins, 9-8, made the playoffs last year. It was a very tough road getting there with the injuries of QB and just the injuries in general in the defense, but we made it. It was not the QB we expected to be starting in the playoffs against the Bills, but we almost won that game some fucking how. Uh, and this offseason, I think that we got much, much better Notable additions, we got Jalen Ramsey, who's obviously injured and out till probably November, which stinks. Uh, David Long, Isaiah Wynn. I have down Chosen Anderson, but apparently it's Robbie Chosen, which is just weird. But Robbie Chosen, Braxton Berrios, Vic Fangio is obviously the bigger additions. Notable losses, Mike Gusecki and Landon Roberts. Um... This is a very good Dolphins team. I think we have one of the best defenses, not even in the division, not even in the conference, just in the NFL. And that's excluding Jalen Ramsey. I think when Jalen Ramsey comes back, I think we definitively have will have a top five defense in the league. I think right now, even without Jalen Ramsey, again, if X comes back, has a bounce back year, I'm expecting the... Dolphins defense to take a huge step with Vic Fangio there as defensive coordinator. And I think that is our major thing. Our defense was absolutely shit last year. I think we were bottom five defense because of all those injuries to our secondary. Um, and Emmanuel Ogba also missing the entire season. Not a great player, but just a solid good depth player that we did miss. Definitely. Um, yeah. And that's just defense. our offense is... The Raris are good. The Raris are good to go. It just, it, it all comes down to health with the Dolphins. That is the only question I have about, actually, the offensive line, eh, not very great. But health is literally my only concern with this team. If we stay healthy, if Tua stays healthy the entire year, sky's the limit for this team in my mind. Yeah, I, I don't, I agree with the defense. I, I like the front seven. The front seven's good. Um, the linebackers are, are, are above average. Um, my problem is 
Your two starting corners going into the year is Zayvon Howard, who might be um, on his way out or might be on his way down, I should say, like downhill, as in he's too old and too injured. But we'll see. I don't know. This is definitely going to be a prove it year to see yes. what we think of X. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's like a question mark. And then you got Eli Apple. Um, yeah. Who's starting? He's not stop. Come on. Well, I mean, that's what He's I just like to open the depth chart just to make sure because I wasn't sure. And I see Eli Apple starting corner. I see Xavier Howard starting corner. And then I see Kohu and Smith as the backups. Yeah. So who's starting? Kohu? See, I also Apple? see that, but I can, I can tell you Eli Apple. I personally put Eli Apple keep Cater and Apple, but we'll see. We'll see. You can have catered to the outside of Nick Needham, uh, who I think is still coming back from his injury, though, but we'll see. But yeah, I think that corner corner at the start of the year, if 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 Xavier Howard isn't Xavier Howard from 2021 and he bounced back from being injured all year last year, it's concerning, but last year it was hurt Xavier Howard playing out there with like Justin Bethel and I don't even like really no ones were playing at like our corner and secondary positions last year. And we've upgraded, we have depth now at least. So I'm not, I'm not worried about corner right now for us, especially okay. with how good our front seven is. If we're like, cause that's the thing. If you look at the Niners and what they do, they're, they're fucking, their secondary has not been very good Bosa has gotten there, but I mean, obviously they fucking have Nick Bosa, so that's a big difference maker. But if you get pressure to the quarterback, you can have you can have a weaker secondary, and I still think our secondary is at least average right now. Not knowing what X is going to be and not having Jalen Ramsey for the first half of the year, I think we're average. And if X is good, if X is what he can be, we have a good secondary. When Ramsey comes back, we have an elite secondary. Um, yeah, just hopefully you're not eliminated by the time Ramsey comes back. But um, so now Ooh, my op- this is this is my problem with the offense. I count mm-hmm. four good football players starting. The other are, the rest are all average. I mean, Mostert's an average running back in the league. Cedric Wilson is Cedric Wilson. Durham Smythe, like, who did he even play for last year? Um, Taron Armstead, good. <laughs> like, okay, there we go. That's the that's a good player. And then I'm counting Tua. There you go. Don't don't hate. Me. I'm counting Tua as a good football player. I'm counting most. Yeah. Or sorry, not most. Tyreek Waddle Armstead. That's four good players. Now what happens if Waddle goes down? Now what happens if Tyreek goes down? It's gonna happen. They're not gonna stay healthy the whole year. They might go down in a couple of weeks. Like that's gonna be some rough weeks when they're not playing. There's four. Where, good where's that there. coming from? Oh, they're just gonna get hurt and you're gonna miss them. Like, oh, what if Stevenson gets hurt and you have to rely on Zeke? That's such a shit argument. That's great. Then we rely on Zeke and Pierre Strong. We have more depth than y'all than y'all do. Like, oh my. Like if Waddle goes down, you guys, you're rolling God. Braxton Berrios out there. You know, like, and I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's not gonna I, like that's. It's not. They're not going to play. It's all just not a good games. argument. Like, yeah. Waddle and Hill aren't going to play seventeen games. There's no depth on this team. 
Like, there's no depth on this team. I, the offense it, is relying on four guys. I I think I, I, I think again, I think our wide receiver position anyway. Like, okay, I can go on your offense and I can be like, great, you have Ramondre Stevenson, Cole Strange, sure, that's it. If we're talking about like good, great players on offense. That's that's fine. You have no elite players. We have a six men receiver rotation. And our six receivers are better than everyone not named Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on your team. No, that's um okay. I will talk about the wide receiver depth because I think that compared to last year, what our wide receiver depth was, last year it was truly Tyreek Waddle. Everyone else was just an afterthought. This year, we have at least four guys competing for that wide receiver three spot. Cedric Wilson, we give a lot of money to. He's listed is that as a third string guy. Solid player. Has not shown what his role truly is in this offense, but has shown on the Cowboys that he put up over 700 yards. Jackson Barrios is a kick return mostly, but solid. It is what it is. Chosen Anderson has been, or Robbie Chosen, my bad, put up some big years, has not performed, and he's just a burner. If we lose Waddle or Tyreek, obviously he's not even the same type of playmaker, but he can take off, take the top off the defense still. I'm hoping that Eric Azukama can get some big roles for them. He's shown out in preseason so far. Again, it's not great once you get past Tyreek and Waddle. But once you get Tyreek and Waddle, who's third string down is good. Like, even you guys, it goes, oh, Kendrick Bourne and Pop Douglas, who Pop Douglas might be your wide receiver one. So let's not even include him. But Devontae Parker, who hurt half the year, jump ball receiver, gets no separation. I I, I need to stop talking about the Patriots because it's just, it bugs me that you uh, you always insert them somehow. I'm starting even to realize that the receivers are actually... <laughs> We've got a deep receiver room over there in New England. But we don't. Your receiver room's as deep as the Giants, and the Giants just have a bunch of names who are just solid. That's all. That's all the people are solid. Okay, this is we're getting we're getting way too far carried away. We're getting either uh, way. If everyone stays healthy on this Dolphins team, health is the key. Tua, I mean, Tua was an MVP or, or candidate before he went down. Against that Bengals game, he was the fastest QB to thousand yards in NFL history. It's you name me a bad quarterback who's ever uh, thrown four hundred and fifty yards and six touchdowns in a game. You cannot. Either way, this I'm expecting. Huh? Matt Flynn nearly did that, but he didn't. That's the thing. He was even Tyreek and Waddle. No, but he had like Jordan Nelson and I'm, God, I'm trying to think who else was on those fucking and Brian Randall Cobb. Bench that game. There's no way Jordy Nelson. There's no way Jordy Nelson wasn't playing in that game. Maybe either way, I don't fucking care. I'm not getting into that with them. Well, I'm um, telling you, you asked me. You said who who's th- had a crazy game like that? Matt Flynn had a crazy game like that. The numbers were comparable. Uh, Flynn didn't have a game like that, though. That's the thing. He didn't even pass for 400 yards. He passed for, like, 350. And, like, that's the thing. 450 yards, six touchdowns. Not many QBs do that. Tua did that last year against a good Ravens team. 
<laughs> Either way, people stay healthy. This team is going to roll. I'm expecting Mike McDaniel to be an even better coach than he was last year. I think that he's realizing that he did not run the ball in spots where he should have. I think he relied on Tyreek and Waddle to be those game breakers and Tua just to, those are your guys hit those spots. Um, I think we're going to be more of a balanced offense. I still think we're going to take the top off nearly defense because say what you want about Mostert and Jeff Wilson, productive best. Productive running backs, and I mean, I think they both averaged like 4.7 and 4.9 yards per carry. We bring in Devon A-Chain this year, who I'm going to be our running back one at the end of the year. Is he banged up right now? Yes, which fucking sucks, because so many people have been banged up for Miami this fucking training camp. But uh, I think regardless, I don't care what the injuries are. This is a Super Bowl team. This is a legit Super Bowl team. Again, it probably I probably sound biased because we just had choosing that the Patriots are a Super Bowl team and they're not even going to make the fucking playoffs. So, well, look, I just pulled up the article. What was your question? What was the Tua stat line? Because Matt Flynn threw four eighty and six touchdowns against the Lions. He did not throw for four eighty. That's a lie. Look it up. Four eighty yards, six touchdowns. Who's interested in Matt Flynn? He just beat the Lions, season-ending victory. Well, the stocks were, and they gave him an absolute bag, and then Russell Wilson came in and just stole the job immediately into week one. Uh, Flynn Lions game stats. Did he actually have fucking... He did have 480 yards. That's fucking insane. I thought that, like, he had, like, a really good game. Cool. Matt Stafford, though, had 520 yards. That's nuts. <laughs> As a gunslinger right here. Jordan Nelson, 9 for 162. God damn, man. That was the, what a the game. theft <laughs> of the century. <laughs> Stealing yeah. that bag from the socks. Yeah. Either way, I think second year of the McDaniel system, I think it was one of the best defensive minds in football, him being our new defensive coordinator. We're finally going to stop zero blitzing. I don't know if you've seen that shot of like from the charge game where it was like, I don't even know what it was, but we were like, they were, like chargers were in the red zone and we had like three guys spaced out along the defensive line. The chargers were in like a jumbo set and that's what we ran. Yeah. Who won that Coaching game? is better. Everything got better. We added. Hmm? Oh, the chargers won barely the won, even though it was the Dolphins first game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, this is well to go floor dealing and we'll move on to the Bills. Um the floor, again, I think AFC is tough. I think that the Dolphins can definitely miss the playoffs just given the whole AFC. It is very hard to make the playoffs in the AFC this year. So the floor, of course, they miss the playoffs. They're stealing the Super Bowl champions. I think that they're the best team in this division. Um yeah. Simple as that. I have a lot to talk about Buffalo. Oh, get ready. Okay, then let's just get right into it then. Uh, Buffalo Bills finished 13-3 and last year, and after a lot, a lot of injuries from them, uh, they got their absolute shit kicked in the playoffs. Um, 
Yeah, let's start off with the notable additions, though. They added Connor McGovern, Puna Ford, Taylor Rapp, Damian Harris, Leonard Floyd, David Edwards, and Latavius Murray. Notable loss of them, Tremaine Edmonds and Devin Singletary. Um, let's start off with some good Bills talk before you try to rip them apart, which I don't even know how you will rip them apart, but... I'll be interested to see what spin you take on it. Um, I think that their pass rush depth from last year is much, much better. I think getting in Leonard Floyd while Von Miller is still recovering is huge. Um, and then adding, and then with Greg Russo and AJ Epinesa and Boogie Basham, I think Greg Russo has the ability to take that next level jump, hit that star. As we just haven't seen it yet. Epines are solid players. Ain't nothing else. Um, and their run, I think the first time since Josh Allen has been their quarterback, are actually going to have a run game. I think James Cook showed out in moments last year. I think he averaged like six point seven yard carry and his limited touches. Very very good. And now they bring in Dean Harris to be that back for them. That's like one two punch. Your boy Damian Harris will probably have some good things to say about him at least. Uh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, like those are like the the newest good things because I could talk about Josh Allen and Josh Allen being an MVP candidate. Diggs is a top five receiver in the league, uh, and Dawson Knox is solid. But Dalton Kincaid is going to be the big, I think, their big piece on offense that could help a lot out for the Bills on offense, anyways. Mm. Yeah, Kincaid's going to be a nice little addition. I mean, he's a solid pass catcher. Um, we'll see what he does, uh, how he does in the NFL. I mean, he's going to be assigned to, uh, to to run block a little bit more, I'm assuming. Uh, I mean, you got to if you're going to be a starting tight end, unless your name's Travis Kelsey. I've been, um, I've, I've been sorry. I just think that all they're putting Kincaid, they're just putting him in the slot, and he's just going to be a big slot for them in year one. And the rest of it oh, yeah. will kind of go into the fold. So I think yeah. Dawson Knox is still going to be primarily their uh, their blocking tight end in, in for them. Okay, which is so they solid. the slot receiver in the first round. Then um, good for them. Um, so you look, love Dalton Kincaid. Stop that. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. But <laughs> but I mean, I would play him at tight end. I mean, I wouldn't play him at slot receiver. He's not. He's not Mike Gesicki when it comes to blocking. It's basically what a tight end is, a slot on the other side. A little yeah. more closer to the O-line. <laughs> um, so this is, my, this, is my, this is my thing with Buffalo. Um, so their title window um, started, let's say it started when Brady left, so in 2020. Um, and we're now 2023. They haven't yeah. made a Super Bowl. Um, their no. defensive core is aging. Hard with um, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, so the, well, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't hard for the Patriots, but um, so you got that's <laughs> keep going. You got the the aging core of Trey White, Von Miller, Matt Milano, Jordan Poyer. So those guys are, I mean, a couple My of God. them are gonna fall off. I'll tell you that right now. They're turn, they're all turning thirty. Um. The O-line is a work in progress, as it's pretty much always been in Buffalo. I mean, I don't remember the last time I looked at Buffalo's O-line and thought, wow. Um, 
The running game, I like Damian Harris. He's probably I I, I would I I think I said in the chat maybe a couple weeks ago that he's gonna end up being the 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 guy who gets the most carries over James Cook. I think he's just a good pure runner up the middle. I I, I like James Cook as a weapon on third down and stuff, but I think the guy who's gonna carry the ball the most is Damian Harris. Um, he's he's just a really hard, um, violent runner, and he and he makes it hard on the defense. I mean, he runs into your face every time he he touches the ball. Mm -hmm. So. You, you can always appreciate a running back like that. So I do like them bringing in Damian Harris, but I mean, their defense is aging. Um, Von Miller, we'll see how he comes back from this knee injury. He's what, 35 years old now or something. He's up there. So uh, it's more of a wait and see thing with Von Miller. Um, I do expect him to come and be productive. I don't expect him to be a scrub. Um, I just, are we going to get the prime Von Miller that we've always gotten? Like for for the fans, I, I hope Von Miller is, is still in his prime. I don't, Von Miller is a legend, and and I don't want him to be washed. I'm not praying on his downfall. I'm just saying we got to be realistic here. Von Miller's coming. It's 34 years old, to 35 years old, coming off an ACL. So I mean, to expect him to come back and get a million sacks again is is maybe a little far fetched. Greg Russo, still a raw no. player. I mean, I watched him last year. Josh Uche is better than him. Um, if we go to the linebackers, Matt Milano's great. Um, I expect him to have a good year again. Trey White, um, really hasn't been the same since he got hurt, since he had that major injury. I mean, he's still a good corner. Is he a lockdown, like all pro guy? No. Um, Jordan Poyer is had a horrible year last year. Micah Hyde is, is all right. Um, he, again, another player oh, that right. his, his, his best ball is probably behind him. Ed Oliver never yeah. really lived up to the first round pick that we all thought he was the first overall pick in some mock drafts at the start of that season. But Ed Oliver never really lived up to the hype. I don't expect him to take some massive leap forward. I just don't see it with this Bills roster. I think are they going to be are they going to be a team that can beat anyone on given Sunday on any given Sunday? Yes. Are they a team that can lose to it any team on any given Sunday? I think they're going to be that team as well. So I expect um, an around a little above 500 season for the bills. And I think this is the year where they're going to have to blow it up because they're not going to win a super bowl again. They're Go not going to make a run and they're going to be like, okay, well we're up against the cap. We have a bunch of old ass players. Our quarterback is a little bit of an idiot. Sometimes maybe we should build the roster a bit differently. So I got the bills yeah. um, having a disaster season. Um, and um Maybe squeaking into the playoffs, but getting bounced pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay. So this was a Bills team that finished thirteen and three last year, despite all of those injuries. Um, one of I think they were top five offense, and their defense was still very good, even with losing guys like Micah Hyde, Trey White, and Von Miller. Like. And all of those guys are back. I think Jordan Poyer definitely did have a down year. But I think part of the reason why Jordan Poyer had a down year was because he wasn't put in the role where he excels in what he did in 2021. Because Micah Hyde was gone the entire year. Micah Hyde, who was an all-pro, first-team all-pro safety in 2021, is now back. Um, again, I, I think this roster has improved from last year. I think their offensive line has got better. They brought Connor McGovern is now their starting guard. 
Uh, they drafted Osiris Torres, who I'm expecting to be their starting right guard on day or on week one. Like the weapons have arguably gotten better. Like they still, it's still like Gabe Davis and Khalil Khalil Shakir and Deontay Hardy, who's their third receiver. But I think Kincaid is that big upgrade for them. I think he will be that second target for Josh Allen. And the one thing I'll say you're right about is, yeah, this defense is getting older and who knows. And they do. I think the corners is definitely a weak spot, especially if Trey White does not bounce back to what we think he can be. I think Trey White is now fully healthy. He came back from what was his injury? Because he got hurt 2021, missed most 2022, and then came back late 2022. Yeah, he blew out his knee. What was it? He blew out his knee. Yeah. That's always a knee injury. But like if Trey White can come back and be still a very good productive starter. That's huge for them. That's something that they missed most of last year. And Trey White, even when he came back, he probably rushed it back a little earlier. And ramping up going from injured off your couch, and obviously he was training and whatever, going right into live games, tough. Has an entire offseason to recover, get back that form. I'm expecting him to bounce back. Uh, maybe first round pick here for Elam steps up and is that second or that second corner that they do need. But I don't like this is this is a Bills team that I think is just better. I think they were 13-3 and three last year. I think they can easily win the division again. I think they have the chance to be a Super Bowl team. The fact that you expect them to finish, what, you said below 500? No, no, I said a, a little bit above 500, squeak into the playoffs. As their ceiling, though, did you not? Oh, well, their ceiling could be, let's, let's say their ceiling's like 11-6. and six. Okay, I, either way. Um, yeah, I, I just think that this this is a very, very good build team, and you are describing them a ton. Um, my floor and ceiling for them, this is a playoff team. It, again, it would take a lot of injuries for them to miss the playoffs. Um, with a lot of injuries last year, they still made the playoffs. And one of those injuries I didn't talk about, Josh Allen was banged up for most of that year last year, powered through it. Obviously, did not play great last year when he was banged up. Still good enough, still a game breaker, can still win any game that he does play in. Uh, and yeah, sky's the limit for this team too. If Super Bowl champs, I think is definitely in the possibility for them. Um, do I think they will be the Super Bowl champion? Hard to say. There are a lot of good AFC teams. Um, but yeah, let's just get over to the divisional awards. Wrap this up. I need to go eat some dinner coming up soon. Uh, we'll start off with breakout player, and this is the company rattled about the Dolphins. I didn't even talk about like our front seven. We mentioned them. We said that oh, oh the front seven's very good. But I'll start off with a guy who I think is going to have an absolute crazy year this year. It is Jalen Phillips. I think. That being in Vic Fangio's system with those guys across the defensive line with Bradley Chubb on one end, Christian Wilkins in the middle. They have Ogba listed as the other D end in the middle. I think Zach Seiler is still that guy. I'm fully expecting Jalen Phillips to have above. He's definitely going to have double-digit sacks. I'm expecting more than 12 from him this year. I think that he is truly going to break out and be one of the premier edge players in this league going forward. And that's the thing, like if like 
Jalen Phillips, I'm expecting him to break out. If it doesn't happen, I still think he's going to be very, very solid regardless. Like, even if he stays with last year, good player, very, like, not very good player. It's very good. I keep saying good. Solid, good player, but I'm expecting him to break out. I'm expecting more than 12 sacks for him this year. I know I've already made that bet that he's going to have more than 10, I think. So Jalen Phillips is my breakout player of the year. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to – I mean, if you're going to take a Dolphins player, I'll, I'll tell you who's going to break out on the Patriots this year. Um, so I got uh, Kendrick Pop Bourne. Douglas. Kendrick Bourne. No, he's the O-Rookie o- of the Year. I know, I but know. Kendrick Bourne is going to break <laughs> out and have uh, 1,000 yards this year. Kendrick Bourne, breakout player of the year at 29 years old. Ah. That a thousand yard season from Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, well, he had like eight ninety. You want to give me over under odds on that? No, I'm not gonna bet it. But because uh, I got Devonte <laughs> Parker, I like both. I- I'm torn between Parker and Bourne. Which one's gonna be the number one? Because I-, I know Bourne or I know Parker's gonna be on the field more. I think Bourne's a better receiver. It's Juju and I actually, nah. Juju's going to be the Jacoby Myers. You, you, you nailed that on the head. He's going to be like the guy that's in the slot, keeps the chains moving. Who was your number one last year? Who was our number one receiver last year? None other Jacoby than Nelly Aguilar. What? No. Nelson Aguilar played X. That doesn't make him the number one, though. You can be the number one and be the slot. So who was our best receiver last year? Is that what you're asking? What was Jacoby Myers? Yeah, who was your number one receiver? I don't care about where they line up on the field. Myers was the number one on that offense. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's how much... Either way. Well, let's, just, let's, just keep, let's just keep it rolling. Kendrick Bourne was in the doghouse, though. Like, do you know what Matt... Did you know the story about... Matt Patricia benched him because he was late to a meeting. And then he never got on back into the starting lineup the whole year. And he played, like, one game nope. against the Bengals where he went for, like, 120 yards. Yeah, Bill Belichick Naders are just back. a different breed, different kind of stupid. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on. Offensively of the year, I'm going with Bill's tight end, Dalton Kincaid. I, again, I said it, I think he's going to be the second option in that offense. That offense is going to be a very good offense. Um, maybe he takes away some looks from Stefan Diggs. Um but I think Kincaid's going to have a very, very good year for the Bills. I uh, I like Dalton Kincaid. I, I I just wish he didn't go to Buffalo because now I have to hate him. But um, yeah, that's you don't fun. have that's to. Fun. You're just a hater. How about that? No, I just you know division rivals. They got to learn. No, I'm not going to get into it, but. My old rookie of the year no, is, <laughs> is Pop Douglas. Is Pop Douglas. And and look. Yeah. Look, if he if this sixth round rookie comes into training camp with no expectations, might even not make the team. Like this kid doesn't even know what he just got picked in the sixth round. And he comes into camp and he's the best player on the field. And then preseason starts and you're playing like a starter. I mean, it shows what Bill O'Brien thinks of him. Shows what Bill Belichick thinks of him. So, I mean, 
I just got to take their word for it and 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 roll with with Pop Douglas, offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, defensive rookie of the year. I'm assuming we're going to have the same one. It's Christian Gonzalez, uh, mainly because there's not any really other defensive rookies to pick other than him. But he is very good. He's in the running for defensive rookie of the year in general. Uh, he has all the talent in the world. It's just whether or not he puts it all together at the professional level. But I believe in Christian Gonzalez. He's defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I think um, when Bill takes a corner in the first round, I'm very confident because Bill knows usually knows what he's looking for when it comes to defense. And uh, mm-hmm. the only other corner he's taken uh, during his Patriots tenure, if I'm not mistaken, is Devin McCourty, um, who ended up t- going to safety. But, I mean, great pick as, as well. So, um, yeah, I got nothing but high hopes for Christian Gonzalez. He looked good in preseason. He only played, I think, two series, but – I mean, looked good, and yeah. and camp uh, he's 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 lining up with the starters. So, yeah, defensive mm-hmm. rookie of the year is a good good one, Christian Gonzalez. Okay, uh, offensive player of the year. I'm going with Garrett Wilson. Um, I'm expecting a, and that's the thing. Like I could pick Tyreek, I could pick Waddle, but I'm just gonna go with the different guy. I'm gonna pick Garrett Wilson. I think he is going to be a top ten receiver by the end of this year. I'm expecting a massive year. Again, if he puts up 1,100 yards with Zach Wilson, Flacco, and Mike White, he should be able to put up even better numbers with 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers, who is light years better quarterbacks than those other guys. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Tyreek. I mean, I mean, he's planning on going, what, 2K yards? I think Thank he you. Said, he said he wants 2,000 yards this year. So, um, I mean, to I stay healthy, hold yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, is I mean, so Tyreek, his best year was last year. His best numbers-wise was last year, right? And that mm-hmm. was with Tua going yeah. down. So, I mean, if Tua can play more games, I don't see any reason why he can't lead the league in receiving at least. Maybe not 2K. I mean, that's a that's a big number, but um, I, I don't see any reason why Tyreek can't go 16, 17, 18 um, with, a, with like 12, 13 touchdowns. Definitely. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, defensive player of the year. I'm going to go back to New York. Uh, I have Jalen Ramsey listed down here because I thought Jalen Ramsey, if he would have played the whole year, which just would have been an absolute weapon for us all over the field. He would have played nickel. He would have played on the outside. He would have played safety. Fangio was going to use him. He was going to be that chess piece. Obviously, not going to see that for half more than half the season, probably. So I'm going with Quinn and Williams. Um. He got the bag this offseason. I think this Jets defense is very, very good, and he is the key piece part of that. Key piece part of that either way, whatever. He is the key reason for that defense being so damn good. Uh, I think I might bet him in general for defensive player of the year just because I think he has very good odds. I mean, he's like plus 3,500, obviously a long shot, but Quentin Williams, defense player of the year for this division. And you're going to pick Matt Judon. Uh, no, Matt Judon's the, the, the next one. <laughs> For my defensive player of the year, look, I know I said, so I said I don't like the Bills secondary, right? They're aging. Um, Jordan Poyer is getting a little bit um, older. Micah Hyde got hurt last mm-hmm. year. Um, so I think 
there is room for a player to make a huge impact on the Bills, and I, I'm going to go defensive um, player of the year on the Bills, uh, Damar Hamlin. It's a shitty pick. He's not even going to start. God. Shout I mean, I can't Hamlin. knock the pick. Obviously, he came back from <laughs> being dead. Shout out Damar Hamlin. Like, come on. No, I'm okay. I'll go. I'll go. Real defensive player of the year. Um. Well, if if I could pick Matt Judon for defensive player of the year and MVP, I would. But I I won't. So I'll go with someone else, and I'll go with someone who um. I think, could, make a huge impact this year. Um, and it's Kyle Duggar. Um, I think, last year I said he would make the All Pro team. He didn't. What? He had a really good year. So um, this year, I'm going to just double down and say he'll make the all-pro team this year. And uh, I'll go with Kyle Duggar as the defensive player of the year um, in this division, not DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, solid, solid pick. Uh, man, I can't really disagree with that. I, I do like Kyle Duggar a lot. Um, MVP, I am going to Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Again, I my love for Josh Allen is – crazy i'm sad that he is a buffalo bill but there is no quarterback like josh allen in the nfl with his arm talent and his mobility and rushing ability the man is truly one of a kind uh sometimes he just smashes all the buttons like they say i'm part of my take there and makes the way doy plays but that's also part of the love of him um again i'm expecting a big year for josh allen fully healthy Obviously, Diggs is being a bit of a diva right now, but Diggs stays healthy. Maybe Gabe Davis plays better than he did last year because he was not very good last year. And Kincaid comes in and be's a is a monster, and be and he becomes baby Travis Kelsey. Josh Allen, I'm. I mean, you can't go wrong. His numbers are going to be there. Um, I mean, if the Bills do win the division, uh, I'm assuming Josh Allen will be. Um, drooled over by the media, and he'll probably uh, get into that top five MVP race somehow. Um, yeah, as I said, I'm going with MVP Matt Judon. I think he's carried us for so long. If we end up do having a crazy year, he's going to be our best player, and uh, there's going to be a lot of number nine jerseys in the in the stands in Foxborough this year. Um, so I'm just crossing my fingers. It's a great year, and Matt Judon can uh, can lead the best defense in the NFL to the playoffs once again, and uh, not just stop there. Let's win some games in the playoffs and. Uh, Remind everyone uh, who the best team in football has been in the last 25 years. Uh, th- this this stat is coming off the top of my head, and I don't know. It's directionally correct anyways. Uh, do you know how many sacks Matt Judon has had in the second halves of seasons for the last two years? No idea. I think it's less than eight. And I think it also might be less than seven. So Matt Judon is a force that f- first half of the season. And then he just kind of shuts it down as the same production player. Still a very good player, but I just need to take one more shot before we get a division winner. Uh, division winner, despite all the injuries, despite all the people being banged up, it is still the Miami Dolphins. This is a special team. No one can prove me wrong. Health is my only concern. But the Dolphins are going to win the division if we stay healthy. I do think you guys have a better chance at winning the division than the Bills. I will say that. I think if yeah, everything goes right for you guys, 
There's nothing. I think if everything goes right for you guys, you have a better roster overall than the Bills do. So I, I don't – I'm not going to call you biased for picking the Dolphins. It's just – it's New England's year, man. Kraft is, Kraft is putting a lot of pressure on Bill to make the playoffs. There's rumors Bill's even on the hot seat. That's what uh, Mr. Coran um, put out. He put out an article. And he was the first guy on Brady leaving from the Boston media. He was the first guy saying Brady might leave this year. He ended up being right. So now he's dropping that Kraft is actually putting Bill on the hot seat this year because he spent a lot of money um, on renovation and everything. He's, Kraft's been spending a lot of money, and we haven't been getting the product the last three years. So he's a little ticked off. And Bill knows this is the year we got to we got to do something. So I trust I trust Bill 100% that he's going to get this team to where it needs to be. And that started with hiring Bill O'Brien and it started when they got rid of Matt Patricia and I don't know I think he's on the Eagles now. Um but yeah. I got high hopes I this. I couldn't year. tell you. Yeah. Well, that'll do it for the divisional previews. Uh all I know is that if you are right about the Patriots, which you aren't, you are going to be a very, very, very rich fan by the end of the season. Again, I think you're going to go bankrupt, but um, it is what it is. Obviously, we both love our teams, uh, you more than me. By I mean, I love the Dolphins, but holy shit, the bias that you come with sometimes is insane. Uh... Yeah, I guess we'll end it here. Any parting shots for any teams we didn't talk about today? Mm. No, just fuck the Bills. Okay. Fair enough. Fuck the Bills. Fins up. Go Dolphins. If you've liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe. All that fun stuff. And until next time, peace.